Section four of the Saga of Gunlog the Wormtongue and Robin the Scald by Anonymous. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Phil Schempf. Of the quarrel between Gunlog and Robin before the Swedish king. In those days, King Olaf the Swede, son of King Eric the Victorious, and Sigrid the High Counseled, daughter of Skogel Tosti, ruled over Sweden. He was a mighty king and renowned, and full fain of fame. Gunlog came to Upsala towards the time of the thing of the Swedes in springtide, and when he got to see the king, he greeted him. The king took his greeting well, and asked who he was. He said he was an Iceland man. Then the king called out, Robin, says he, what man is he in Iceland? Then one stood up from the lower bench, a big man and a stalwart, and stepped up before the king, and spake. Lord, says he, he is of good kin, and himself the most stalwart of men. Let him go then, and sit beside thee, said the king. Then Gunlaug said, I have a song to set forth before thee, king, and I would fain have peace while thou hearkenest thereto. Go ye first, and sit ye down, says the king, for there is no leisure now to sit listening to songs. So they did as he bade them. Now Gunlaug and Robin fell a-talking together, and each told each of his travels. Robin said that he had gone the summer before from Iceland to Norway, and had come east to Sweden in the fore part of the winter. They soon got friendly together. But one day, when the thing was over, they both went before the king, Gunlaug and Robin. Then spake Gunlaug, Now, lord, I would that thou shouldst hear the song. That I may do now, said the king. My song, too, will I set forth now, said Robin. Thou mayest do so, said the king. Then Gunlaug said, I will set forth mine first, if thou wilt have it so, king. Nay, said Robin, it behoveth me to be first, lord, for I myself came first to thee. Whereto came our fathers forth, so that my father was the little boat towed behind? Whereto but nowhere, said Gunlaug, and in likewise shall it be with us. Robin answered, Let us be courteous enough not to make this a matter of bandying of words. Let the king rule here. The king said, Let Gunlaug set forth his song first, for he will not be at peace till he has his will. Then Gunlaug set forth the song which he had made to King Olaf, and when it was at an end, the king spake. Robin, says he, how is the song done? Right well, he answered. It is a song full of big words and little beauty. A somewhat rugged song, as is Gunlaug's own mood. Well, Robin, thy song, said the king. Robin gave it forth, and when it was done, the king said, How is this song made, Gunlaug? Well, it is, lord, he said. This is a pretty song, as is Robin himself to behold, and delicate of countenance. But why didst thou make a short song on the king, Robin? Didst thou perchance deem him unworthy of a long one? Robin answered, Let us not talk longer on this. Matters will be taken up again, though it be later. And thereat they parted. Soon after, Robin became a man of King Olaf's, and asked him leave to go away. This the king granted him. And when Robin was ready to go, he spake to Gunlaug, and said, Now shall our friendship be ended, for that thou must needs shame me here before great men. But in time to come I shall cast on thee no less shame than thou hadst will to cast on me here. Gunlaug answers, 
thy threats grieve me not nowhere are we likely to come where i shall be thought less worthy than thou king olaf gave to robin good gifts at parting and thereafter how robin came home to iceland and asked for helga to wife now this spring robin came from the east to throndheim and fitted out his ship and sailed in the summer to iceland he brought his ship to Liravog below the heath and his friends and kinsmen were right fain of him that winter he was at home with his father but the summer after he met at the all thing his kinsman skapta the lawman then said robin to him thine aid would i have to go a wooing to thorstein egelson to bid helga his daughter skapta answered but is she not already vowed to gunlaug wormtongue said robin is not the appointed time of waiting between them passed by and far too wanton is he withal that he should hold or heed it aught let us then do as thou wouldst said skapta thereafter they went with many men to the booth of thorstein egelson and he greeted them well then skapta spoke robin my kinsman is minded to woo thy daughter helga thou knowest well his blood his wealth and his good manners his many mighty kinsmen and friends thorstein said she is already the vowed maiden of gunlaug and with him shall i hold all words spoken skapta said are not the three winters worn now that were named between you yes said thorstein but the summer is not yet worn and he may still come out this summer then skapta said but if he cometh not this summer what hope may we have of the matter then thorstein answered we are like to come here next summer and then may we see what may wisely be done but it will not do to speak hereof longer at this time thereon they parted and men rode home from the all thing but this talk of robin's wooing of helgo was not hidden that summer gunlaug came not out the next summer at the all thing skapta and his folk pushed the wooing eagerly and said that thorstein was free as to all matters with gunlaug thorstein answered i have few daughters to see to and fain am i that they should not be the cause of strife to any man now i will first see eluga the black and so he did and when they met he said to eluga dost thou not think that i am free from all troth with thy son gunlaug eluga said surely if thou willest it little can i say herein as i do not know clearly what gunlaug is about then thorstein went to skapta and a bargain was struck that the wedding should be at burg about winter nights if gunlaug did not come out that summer but that thorstein should be free from all troth with robin if gunlaug should come and fetch his bride after this men ride home from the thing and gunlaug's coming was long drawn out but helga thought evilly on all these reds of how gunlaug must needs abide away from iceland now it is to be told of gunlaug that he went from sweden the same summer that robin went to iceland and good gifts he had from king olaf at parting king ethelred welcomed gunlaug worthily and that winter he was with the king and was held in great honor in those days Nut the great son of svein ruled denmark and had new taken his father's heritage and he vowed ever to wage war on england for that his father had won a great realm there before he died west in that same land and at that time there was a great army of danish men west there 
whose chief was hemming the son of earl strut harald the brother to earl sigvalda and he held for king newt the land that svein had won now in the spring gunnlaug asked the king for leave to go away but he said it ill beseems that thou my man should go away now when all bodes such mighty war in the land gunnlaug said thou shalt rule lord but give me leave next summer to depart if the danes come not the king answered then we shall see now this summer went by and the next winter but no danes came and after midsummer gunnlaug got his leave to depart from the king and went thence east to norway and found earl eric in thrandheim at hladir and the earl greeted him well and bade him abide with him gunnlaug thanked him for his offer but he said he would first go out to iceland to look to his promised maiden the earl said now all ships bound for iceland have sailed then said one of the court here lay yesterday halfred trubles scald out of tinder ogdodness the earl answered that may well be he sailed hence five nights ago then earl eric at gunnlaug rode put to halfred who greeted him with joy and forthwith a fair wind bore them from land and they were right merry this was late in the summer but now halfred said to gunnlaug hast thou heard how Ravan, the son of anund is wooing helga the fair gunnlaug said he had heard thereof but dimly halfred tells him all he knew of it and therewith too that it was the talk of many men that Ravan was in no wise less brave a man than gunnlaug then gunnlaug sang this stave light the weather wafteth but if this east wind drifted week-long wild upon us little were i recking more this word i mind of me with Ravan mated then gain for me the gold foe of days to make me gray-haired then halfred said well fellow mayest thou fare better in thy strife with Ravan than i did in mine i brought my ship some winters ago into Liravog and had to pay half a mark in silver to a housecarl of robin's but i held it back from him so robin rode at us with sixty men and cut the moorings of the ship and she was driven up on the shallows and we were bound for a wreck then i had to give self-doom to robin and a whole mark i had to pay and that is the tale of my dealings with him then they two talked together alone of helga the fair and gunnlaug praised her much for her goodliness and gunnlaug sang he who brand of battle beareth over weary never love shall let him hold the linen folded for we when we were younger in many a way were playing on the outward nesses from golden land outstanding well sung said halfred End of section 4